WWTI students would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy as bitches. If you have a stick up your ass, listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us, enjoy the show. Welcome to the We Won the Internet podcast, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-assedly bring you weird news, scary stories, and anything we find interesting on the web. So please welcome your hosts, Logan Marks and Sam Baxter. Hello everyone out there, hope you're doing well. It's December 10th, 2020, and you're deep in the bunker with your two favorite idiots. How's it going, Sam? Well, it's not going it's not going too bad. How are you doing? I'm doing great. This new episode of Big Mouth just came out a couple Ooh. days ago. Are you been you already watched the binge season? Dude, I I watched it as soon as it came out. I love that show. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. <laughs> I think I watched it like like because it's not very. I think it was only like eight episodes or something like that. I have to look. But man, I burned through them really quick. Damn, that but, sucks. You got to wait another year. <laughs> already, no, I know. <laughs> I've been watching them. I've been watching them over and over again because they're 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 fun. Okay, they, they got a, and and they're dealing with a lot of like issues this year. Issues like they usually do. Well, they they usually deal with a lot of like you know, puberty and and you know just growing up, mm-hmm. um, just you know just like being a kid and like all the all the craziness that happens when you're a kid, mm-hmm. and they just make it funny. But this year they're really dealing with like like they're dealing with like uh, transgender depression. Well, they dealt with depression last year, just like uh, anxiety and just just uh, just a, a range of a. Uh, of problems that people that most people have and they just kind of make it they just make it funny you know they make it make it almost like it when i watch it it reminds me of what it was like when i was a kid and how everything at that age seemed really like really big and important Mm -hmm. it's scary but now now that you're older and you look back it's just kind of everything was just kind of funny Mm. you know things were a lot easier then you shouldn't have been worried about shit in the future should just been yeah. enjoying the time as a kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know. I do that too. Yeah. I used to worry about things, like, paying oh, yeah. bills, and all that stuff. I used to be scared of all that stuff. I still am. Don't get. <laughs> but I still hate paying bills. But yeah, that's we tend to do that, and you know, you just don't. I don't think you can help it, right? It's just kind of how you are. People. Yeah. Are, I mean, like, you know, when you're a kid, you're afraid that people are going to find out that you masturbate, and then now you just, uh, your biggest fear is, like, like how am I going to pay my rent, or am I yeah. going to die tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Not, not, now your biggest worry is, does my girlfriend want to watch me masturbate? Maybe I should ask her. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll just ask yeah, her. Yeah, let's see At if this she point, wants you don't give a shit yeah. anymore. Yeah. I don't think she wants to jerk me you off. Just so let I'll just let them know. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'll do it myself. Yep. <laughs> want something done right? Do it yourself. That's right. That's the only way you can get it done. Quick and fast. <clears throat> yeah, fast. <laughs> Two pump jump. <laughs> Two pump jump and then you uh yeah. go to bed. Yeah, bedtime. <laughs> so 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 a lot of the topics have been pretty good then. Yeah. I mean they go to like the to like a summer camp and then they deal they deal with like well like in the past episodes, you know, they dealt with divorce and mm-hmm. they've dealt with like um just just all kinds of kid issues, you know. Mm-hmm. But this year they dealt most. They did a lot with transgender. Oh, they did. They had a. They had one. Of, yeah, they had one of the characters uh, was a was a boy had come back as a girl, and they're trying to ex- explain. It was funny because the 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 counselor was like would bring the kid in, and he's like, "It is really inappropriate." I was like, "Well, you know, this used to be a guy, and oh, now it's a girl, and stuff." And <laughs> and like all the kids are just like, "Well, we just want to know. Uh, do you have a dick? Show us your dick." <laughs> Jeez. 
just they're all like they're all just like all like what what's going on? Yeah, I'm confused. all confused. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that sounds like a, that sounds like pretty interesting. Seems a little too all adult rated for me. It's too too adult material yeah. for you. Speaking of transgendered, <laughs> um, wasn't that Ellie, Alan Page? What was that girl's name? Um, I think. Well, her name's El, Elliot. Elliot now, Page, right? Now. Wasn't it? Like it it was Ellen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think she turned out, you know, transgender as well. Yeah, because I remember she she said she she I think she came out as gay first. Yeah, she did. And then and then yeah, and then she's like she had to step it up a notch, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna do transgender. So she's basically a guy now. Which I don't know how I feel about that because I remember when she was younger, I thought she was really cute. Yeah, I did too. And there's a couple times, yeah, there's a couple times, you know, like I was like uh, intimate with myself, thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you're like I'd hit that. But now, but but now, but now I feel real dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. This is right up my alley. No, <laughs> I am confused now. I, yeah, my dream has come true. <laughs> She's turned into what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's doing a lot of shows. Like, isn't she the Umbrella Academy? She's playing a woman, right? So, I wonder if that's going to change. Yeah, so I mean, just, yeah, does she no longer be a woman in there? Or, well, she's an actor. I mean, she should be able to do everything. Sure. But, so, but I don't know. I mean, did I guess it does? I mean, she's is she going to take more? Uh, is she going to take like uh, what they call the hormones and stuff or or you know yeah. like testosterone and change is she going to change it up or just be different i wonder if they're i don't know if they're going to work it into the storyline where maybe she becomes a dude mm, i don't know i haven't watched that show have you watched it i watched a couple episodes it's it's pretty cool is it, it i mean it's it's a it's a decent show i haven't watched but, it i haven't i haven't gone on board with that yeah it's when i remember watching the first two episodes and liking it it's just one like I I I do that all the time. Like I'll watch a new one and I'll watch a new one. And I'll watch a couple episodes, mm-hmm. and then you know how you like you want to watch continue watching, but you you it's been so long you don't want to go back from the beginning. Yeah. Can you? But then you forget where you're at. Yeah. So you're just like oh fuck it. Yeah. Exactly. No, I've I've totally <laughs> like, done I'll, that. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those. Well, at least you went that far in. Like some like some shows, I'll get like six or eight episodes in, and then I just kind of stop. And then like like maybe six months later, I was like, oh, I should pick this up again. It's like nah, like I really yeah. don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't want to put that effort into finding out where I left off. Exactly. Uh, it's. I guess if it was really good, I would have finished it from beginning to end, right? Just kind of like you did with Big Mouth. Yeah, that's that's the way I see it. Yeah, because there's I mean there's so much content out there, so. And you're like hit constantly with new shit. So, and if you don't, yeah, if it doesn't, if it doesn't interest it doesn't you right really, away, you just move on, right? Yeah, yeah, you just move on to something else. Yeah, that that I mean, so I mean, speaking of you know, because there's a lot of shows right now, and there's a lot of things that are you know on. But on HBO Max, I started watching. It was like a miniseries, well, six episode miniseries. It's with uh, Hugh mm-hmm. Grant and Nicole Kidman called The Undoing. I don't know, have you heard of that one? Yeah, Did, I I remember seeing it on there. I I checked it out because you know I was I was just kind of you know I was I had heard that it'd be okay and Nicole Kidman you know I thought she's I think she's a great actress and Hugh Grant I I really mm-hmm. don't care for Hugh Grant like I don't I never watched any of his romantic comedies you know in the nineties and remember he was real popular and everyone's like oh he's so good looking I'm like fuck no but whatever yeah. um, didn't he get like didn't he get like busted with like a prostitute like a long time ago uh, I think I think he solicited one. He solicited some, some like I think it was he did yeah I remember it was like I don't remember where it was at if it was in California or, but yeah he got caught with a prostitute. 
And so I, I can't. That's that's all I remember him from. Yeah, and it was a big old deal. I mean, nowadays that shit would be like, yeah, it was like a like now nowadays nobody would care. Yeah, well, only one prostitute. That's all you're paying for. Like it'd be, it'd be like, yeah. <laughs> why don't you have more? You know. Um, but this show, you know, it was the writing was pretty good for the first four or five episodes, but it kind of mm. got into like I'm not gonna give away anything, but it kind of got turned into like a jumbled mess and. Oh, really? Like, the writing kind of got bad, especially the last episode, and there was, like, so many, quote, twists, you know, and there was so many yeah. clues, right? That, and they, it's it just, it's one of those where it kind of goes nowhere. It reminds me, this is me personally, and not, you know, I'm not speaking for anyone else because I'm not important, but remember, like, like M. Night Shyamalan's movies, you know, where he tries to have those twists that yeah. are just so outrageous, like, oh, my God, you know, blow yeah. your head off, and it's just kind of like, I kind of got to, I kind of got like, you know what, this is it? Like, this is... I, I finished this and this is all it was and I just all you got. I was let down I was I was I was really let down and again for the first four or five episodes you know you kind of wonder what's going on and who who could have done what and and some mm. of the clues lead you like it makes you think something but when you in hindsight the clues don't make sense and I was like fuck like a Shyamalan movie it's all jumbled yeah and you know, like a Shyamalan movie you know you, it's like wait a minute I thought. I thought this had some significance, and it turns out it has nothing, and it's like, eh, you know. Yeah, I, I hate it when they play up something really big, and it doesn't really... It doesn't play... Yeah, the there's nothing story. to it, and if if there's a significance, if they could prove that or play that out, fine. I, I get that. But if if when it doesn't have something like that, I just kind of like, fuck. Like, I, I'm an asshole for continuity and things like that. When things don't, you know, go together or go right, it, it just irritates me. And I feel like the show had potential, but it just... I don't know. I mean, you can watch it. People can watch it. Is it is it is it a TV show or is it a movie? It was it was a TV show. It was a, it was a mini series, but it's basically six episodes. Oh, mini series. Yeah, six episodes. Okay. It's on HBO Max, and you know, it, it just I think it just kind of came out recently. But again, I, I don't. Know. I mean, it it was fine, but I could have lived without it. Live and you learn, right? Man. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like he got busted for having oral sex in in the in a car in Hollywood. That was Hollywood. Yeah, was, yeah I thought I almost said Vegas, Hollywood but I thought it was Sunset California. Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, he got. Yeah, that's right. He he's did gonna, get busted. What year was that? He's getting a BJ from from Stella Mary Thompson. <laughs> How long ago <laughs> so was that? Fine black lady. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was like <laughs> wasn't that nineties or early two thousand? I think it was ni- ni- nineteen ninety five. Oh, okay. Yeah, man, that was a big old deal. Remember. Yeah, <laughs> I remember back then, like like shit's so fucked up now that that's not even a that's not even a big deal anymore. It's like, no, it's like whatever. Because he was like a big, because he was like a big star at the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was. And it was like, why? Yeah, and he had a beautiful wife, and it was like, why are you? Yeah, going exactly. Out getting some freak. Yeah, in your car. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, why would you do that? Because I'm a guy. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, because I'm a human, human being, yeah. a human male. I don't know what the fuck you want me to say, guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got money and power. Yeah. And I have sex with other women. Yeah, I know. Jesus yeah, I want to have sex with somebody that wouldn't have any ties back to my wife. You know, because I can't fuck my <laughs> wife's sister anymore. You know, now that I'm a big shot. You know. I, <laughs> you know, I gotta, I gotta go to well, some. Maybe, like, yeah, maybe she, yeah, maybe his wife doesn't give BJ's. So I don't like, know, oh, man. That's all I really want. Oh, she's I'm, not very good. I'm porking every night. Yeah, I'm not porking every night, but I, I just want to, I just want to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She wasn't doing it. Yeah, because back then, remember he was like four weddings in a funeral. Remember he was like, oh, romantic comedy, Hugh Grant, he's so awesome. And I'm just like, like those are movies I did not watch. And 
<laughs> I've never seen any. Yeah, neither neither but... neither have I. Like the only one I think I tried to watch one time was like a really old one. Like it was called like the Lair of the White Worm. It was like in the eighties, and it was supposed to be like mm-hmm. some. Um, I think it was supposed to be like some sexy women and stuff. You know, it was back in the eighties, so I'm like, fuck, I gotta watch. You know, yeah. see some titties any way I can. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I think I kind of put up with it. You know, <laughs> like I think I watched it, but you know, he was in that, and I was like. Pfft. You know, this is this is garbage, but you know, you know, Hugh Grant. I, I just I never bought into that guy and I, I still will not. <laughs> this fucking guy sucks. <laughs> so I don't know. If you wanna watch it, you can, but it's, go for it. I don't I don't really recommend it. Alright. Alright, so we're gonna take a break and we get back we'll do uh, shit on the internet. This week's sponsor is Corona Pants, the only pants that protect others from your virus-infested farts. These life-saving trousers come in many different styles and color, from feminine-looking skinny jeans to old gangster baggy. You'll be the talk of the town, at least the parts of town that are still open. Corona Pants are the only jeans with a patent-pending fart filter that stops 99.9% of viruses. You can fire off all day and not worry about infecting a soul. And now, with our sound-dampening technology, you can rest assured that you'll be silent but not deadly. Act now and go to www.coronapants.com and get your jeans for half off with free shipping. Use product code WWTI. That's the Corona Pants, the only pants that let you fart without fear. Damn, these filters don't even work. Thanks for coming back. We got shit on the internet. We got this first story here. An organ nurse who went viral after posting a TikTok suggesting she was flouting COVID-19 restrictions is no longer employed with her hospital and is prohibited from practicing as a nurse until further notice by the state's nursing board. So on Monday, Ashley Grames, who was an oncology nurse at Salem Health until recently, agreed not to practice until further ordered by the Oregon State Board of Nursing, according to a copy of the agreement. So basically, Grames, who went by the username LovesKind05, posted a video of herself wearing scrubs and a stethoscope with the caption, When my co-workers find out I still travel, don't wear a mask, and when I'm out... And I let my kids have play dates. So basically what this lady did was, you know, she's not supposed to do that, right? She's supposed to self, you know, restrict from all this shit. And she's fucking going out and telling them, yeah, fucking, I'm doing this anyway. I'll do what I want. Yeah. I'll do what I want. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So now she got fucking busted and fired. You know, that's, or. Well, dude. Or if you can do that stuff, don't fucking post it. That's the thing, man. TikTok. Yeah, don't post on anything. That's the that's don't post on any like why you have to brag about that stuff, like especially when your job you know if your job says hey I know don't do this this is what we're paying you for you're getting a check from us yeah I get it if you're doing like if this is volunteer work I mean it's I mean if you're helping people who have cancer and you're doing volunteer mm. work you probably shouldn't do it just so you're not an asshole but her doing it as she's paid she knows that's against the rule she's double asshole for that it's like. You know, these people, they they already have weaker immune systems. You don't want to fuck with that. So, I, 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 I'm I sure she'll get another job somewhere. You know, it's maybe when this pandemic's over. But, man, don't do that. You know, a lot of people were outraged. And a lot of people called for her firings. And by over 280,000 Americans were like made comments and were pissed off at her. I can understand that, you know, you work at the hospital. But it, I also see, like, it, I mean, it's... You're doing your own thing at home, so I mean, it's it's if it's your own personal stuff that you're doing at home. I mean, should a should a should a company or a place be able to tell you what to do outside of you know outside of work? 
I, probably not. But if maybe maybe she signed something, you know, that said, hey, you're going to restrict, you know, especially the type of work you're doing. We're going to need you to, mm-hmm. you know, refrain from doing all this stuff. I mean, I, I don't know. They, they didn't say if she signed anything or not. If they did, if she signed something that said to do that, to restrict and all that, then she's probably got to follow that, right? If she signed in a contract. Yeah. Yeah. But but I don't I don't know. I mean, she could. Maybe she didn't. But I, I think what people feel like she might be doing is being reckless, you know, because she deals with yeah. cancer I guess patients. I... Yeah, well, I'm saying it's it's dumb what she did. I I can see kind of both. I can understand why she, you know, like if you're doing stuff outside work and it's your own thing, but then again, it's like you're mm-hmm. you're you get involved in like getting people sick, and it kind of affects work. So I could I could see that well, you know I think I you know and I and I agree like. And and I I feel like I don't understand what you're saying. I think the shitty part is like how she kind of like boasted, like you know when my coworkers find out that I travel, don't wear a mask, and out with my kids, you know, let them play, have play dates. It's like she's bragging about mm-hmm. it, like fuck them is what she's saying. Yeah, like she, yeah, she knew that she knew that she's doing was, wasn't right. So <laughs> yeah, or it wasn't not that maybe if it wasn't right, but it wasn't going to help the people that she's taking care of. Right? She could she could potentially get them sick or. I mean, she she yeah. knew she knew what she was doing wasn't probably the most appropriate thing to do, the, for the type of job she had. So, whatever, man. Yeah. So if you can do stupid things, don't don't post it on. Do the it privately. Do it privately. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. Do stupid by on your own. Yes. It just it just works out better that way. You take it from <laughs> us. We know very well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of stupid, I got a story here. So people who flock to uh, Ackland. OT Square on Saturday in hopes for free cash that had had left angry and injured. So the event by the Safety Warehouse was marketed as New Zealand's first ever mass cash drop with a promise of actual money flying from the skies to the tune of $100,000. So basically they were these guys advertised that they were going to throw like $100,000 out of a, you know, helicopter yeah. and people were going to go down there and, and go f- grab the money mm-hmm. and, and it was supposed to be real cash. Mhm. What happened was when they started throwing the money, people started getting crazy and started like actually hurting each other and <laughs> and you know like causing a <laughs> rampage and everything. Basically, yeah, basically trampling each other, right, and and injuring each other because they're all trying to get get the money. So, um, but it said like people turned out in hundreds after after securing free tickets, but then the cash started raining down and people realized that it was fake money oh. coming down. <laughs> And then things got when people were even though they were you know getting violent already they got even more angry, and started basically oh, getting real ugly. Man. So, <laughs> what a way to add insult to injury. Yeah, yeah. So so people were getting hurt, and there's people like um like this guy named Wayne Lynch. He drove up from a uh, Palmerston North, which I don't know how far it is, with his partner. Mm-hmm. He had spent like 120 bucks on on gas to get there because mm-hmm. he thought he was gonna you know there's gonna be money being poured out of this air- helicopter. <laughs> And then he'd be able to grab it. So when he got there, the money was worthless because it was just basically it's fake. It was basically, uh, uh, yeah, it was basically like coupons that would give you thirty percent off the the safety warehouses. <laughs> all IOUs, the safety, <laughs> the safety warehouses, like products. Oh fuck! Which is like the PPE products. That's bullshit. That's garbage, man. <laughs> So like I said, like I said, it's, I felt bad because these people, like, there's a, like there was a lot of people that you know, Dang. they spent a lot of money. There's people that that 
that spent their last buck to get there. That's fucked up. And <laughs> I'm just getting coupons. And thought they're you know they were gonna be grabbing all this cash because you know it was like a limited amount of people because you know they they sold these tickets to go to it. Mm-hmm. So they thought they were gonna grab be able to grab quite a bit. Dang. And they get there and some people were stuck there because they couldn't drive back because they didn't have any money. Yeah, that's to fucked. get back. <laughs> that's fucked up, man. <laughs> so did anything happen with them? Like did people? Like try so sue them or anything. Right, they're trying to sue the safety warehouse. They have them exchange the money, the notes that they because they were like I think five dollar notes uh-huh. with just like a, like a coupon. Yeah, but they 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 want them to go in and say like okay, whatever note I grabbed, I should be able to get an exchange for the cash. Yeah, fuck that it's supposed to be. Good luck because with that. that's what they advertise it as real money yeah. flying out of the helicopter. Yes. Oh man, <laughs> that's awesome. I, that, that's fucked up. But that's awesome. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, that's pretty funny. But I was like, fuck, that's fucked up if you're. Yeah, if, uh, if, if you needed there, that. You know, like trying to go. Yeah, if you were there yeah. for really going for money, that is pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm surprised they even, like, let that happen to begin with because, I mean, that that would just cause man. Yeah, that, that is. If it's just money being poured out of a helicopter. That is. That that's is. ridiculous. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, God, you got to hand it to them. They, they did make the news, right? <laughs> I know. No. <laughs> Fucking publicity, right? No. Yeah, public good, bad publicity is still publicity, right? Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of mad, I got this next story here. A man who became angry when he was told his direct deposit hadn't cleared yet took his anger out on his bank, throwing a heavy animal trap and concrete chunks through the building's windows, police said. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm here to set the deposit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Stephen Lee Wallace, 51, of Chelsea, Michigan, was arraigned Friday, December 4th on two felony counts of malicious destruction of property after being arrested for allegedly throwing various items through the windows of Chase Bank. God, can you believe that shit? <laughs> Fucking attacking a Dude, bank. Chase Bank sucks. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. I, Chase Bank sucks, so I would have been there. I would have been there throwing rocks. Yeah, I would have helped them, too. Yeah, I would have been <laughs> chucking those traps, too. So on December 3rd at 945, um, Wallace entered the bank. When he asked about a direct deposit, he was expecting to be available in his account. When he when he was told the deposit hadn't cleared yet, leading him to grow frustrated and angry, yelling at employees as he left the bank, police said. Once outside, he apparently uprooted a mailbox, tied the front door shut with guitar string, and proceeded to bang on the front door, police said. <laughs> Sorry. He was all, all torturing him. <laughs> so then he began throwing various objects at the ATM outside before picking up an animal trap with <laughs> the concrete base and throwing it through the window. <laughs> Fuck, man. I wonder how much oh, money shit. this was, man, because he, he was pissed. <laughs> Can you imagine? Damn. <laughs> He's all locking a man with a guitar string. So luckily, there was no injuries reported, and damage caused to the bank is estimated to be $10,000. I mean, Chase Bank sucks anyway, so I I, under, I empathize with this guy's fucking anger with him, but he faces up to five years in prison and a fine of ten grand, or three times the value of the damaged property, whichever is greater. So I'm sure Chase will. <laughs> <laughs> you can't win, man. You can't win when you're fighting the bank. No, no. <clears throat> That's unfortunate, but... You know, we- <laughs> he tried. Yeah, you're always gonna be a loser. Mm-hmm. So I, I got a story here. You, you, you remember those? Uh, like in Utah, there's a there's a there's a mon- monolith. Yes. Okay. So in in California, they 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 discovered another monolith. 
Yes. So it was about it was like a, a stainless steel one, ten feet tall, mm-hmm. about eighteen inches wide. It, it was estimated to be about two hundred pounds. Dang. But apparently, a lot of Trump supporters did not like this monolith, and decided to go and destroy it. So, they took off. And according to the reports by the Daily Mail, a group of Trump supporters <laughs> chanted "Christ is King" and "America First" while they demolished the metal structure, and replaced it with a wooden cross. What? So, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is ridiculous. Why? Well, I don't understand the so, reason for that. I don't either. That's why I thought this was weird. That's such a weird story. It's like, so, um, so basically, they they went out and and on the vi- there's a video of them doing it. And so on the video, the, these angry angry simpletons go yell out, "We don't want illegal aliens from Mexico or outer space." <laughs> And the four, <laughs> so the four men, the four men can be seen dressed up in military fatigue and make America great again merchandise. Um, we don't want aliens. So our our alternatives down. Well, yeah, well they're yelling that. And, uh, so towards the end of the video, the man can be heard saying "America first" as he raises his fist in the air towards the camera. <laughs> Do, it, oh man! <laughs> oh yeah! That, that's I think that's what that cracked me up. Was like they didn't like him, the illegal aliens from outer space. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, they're gonna be public enemy number one after that. Oh no! Man, for that, I, but, I thought they only hated Mexicans, but I guess they hate aliens too. <laughs> but no, they don't give a shit where you're from. <laughs> you can be from Pluto, they'll be fucking pissed yeah. off. <laughs> you're not welcome. Taking our job. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Holy shit, man. That's crazy. I, I, I can't even imagine that. I, I, but I don't understand why they get, they're upset at this thing. I mean, what? I don't it's know. just it basically is some dude's art project. They probably, probably because they think that it's some type of, you know, paganistic type. You know, item that you know that's not representing God somehow, some way. I don't know. I, I'm not a you know person that believes in religion, so I don't know yeah. why they would think that. I don't know what the. But that's like if I went to is. I went to a church like <clears throat> there's like a big old cross in front of a, a church, and I went in there and destroyed it, and then put up a fucking monolith. Yeah. And getting all mad, I was like Jesus, don't we don't need no Jesus around here? Yeah, exactly. I know. You know that that's <clears throat> that's kind of the same thing. I don't get it. That's oh, man. But again, like they said, they don't they don't want any. They think it's aliens, right? Not illegal, but illegal anytime, aliens. Anything anything that's alien, man, is not welcome. <laughs> that's, that's a funny quote. That's a good quote. America. Yeah, yeah, I know. I thought that was hilarious. That is that should be our motto for the show. <laughs> <laughs> we won the internet with two illegal aliens, not from outer space. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I was gonna say real quick. Did, uh, did you just read that uh, Zeus? Remember, uh, Tiny Zeus Lister Junior. Remember, um, uh, what's his name from um, from uh, Friday? Uh, what's his name? Um, oh yeah, he died. I just watched Friday like last week. He died really? Yeah, he just died about. It came out about an hour ago. Really? Yeah. Poor, what did he die of? Mm, did say. So- I'm I'm trying to read it. Then he was six. He was sixty-two. Yeah. Dang. But I forget. I always forget how 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 long ago those came out. I know. Like I know that was a long. Yeah, that was like ninety-five. Just when, nat- yeah. Just says natural causes. So what it says, Debo from yeah from yeah from Friday. Remember? It was my forty, homie? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know you got something. 
Remember that? You just fucking big ass bully. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, yeah, remember, remember No Holds Barred with him and Hulk Hogan. Remember that in '89? Do you remember that movie? <laughs> no Holds Barred. Oh man, I haven't seen that one forever. I remember watching it, you know, as a kid, and I thought it was great. But I had somebody recently tell me they watched it again. They said it was so horrible. Like it, it sucked really? bad. Yeah. I kind of want to watch it now to see. How, I know. I kind of do too. I kind of do too. But I remember really liking it as a kid. I was like, man, that was that was great. That was fucking awesome. But yeah, it's too bad he died. You know. Yeah, he was he was one of my favorite. Like they would put him in like a lot of enemy stuff. Yeah, he was. And well, I, except, I was like, remember the Fifth Element? Remember he was a president of the world. Yeah, he was a president. Remember yeah. that? He was, it was that movie. I, was was like, so I always like, thought he'd make a great president too. I was like, he's probably do really good. Yeah, he he was. <laughs> I liked him as president. He was calm. Remember he was collect cool. Remember he was he was yeah he was he was pretty good. But yeah, it's unfortunate he died. So that's too bad. Oh, you can you can watch you can watch No Holds Bar on Tubi. Oh, can you? Yeah, I, and I, th- I think that's free service. Is it really? I don't have that installed. So I remember yeah, it was on Netflix just not those... too long ago. Yeah, it might have been, but it says it's on Tubi. Okay, okay. So like, if you you want to like download that that the Tubi app on your on your TV, you uh, probably not really <laughs> watch it there. Oh, it's actually just on Amazon Prime. <clears throat> it's on Am- oh, is it on Amazon Prime? Yeah, and it says also Hulu. So. There's two other options right there. But is it paid though? I'm not gonna pay to watch it. <laughs> well, well, I, I mean, it's it's on. Uh, don't talk crazy now. Yeah, well, I mean, if you have Hulu, do you still have Hulu? I don't have Hulu. I took it off. Well, Amazon Prime. Do you have that anymore? I do have Amazon Prime. Yeah, it should be. It should be on. A there. lot of times it says it's on Amazon Prime, but it's like paid. No, it's it's Prime. It's Prime. You can watch it. I'm clicking on it now. I can play the movie right now for us. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, well, you can watch I know it. what I'm doing tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> There's your Christmas movie. <laughs> There's your family All Christmas right. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Good day to be alive. Yep. Uh, aren't you glad? Ooh, yeah, you're right. Watch now. P- PG-13. Oh, man. That 1989. I don't know if you can handle PG-13 around Christmas time. Supposed to be Jesus' oh, birthday. It's this. it's got like it's got four and a half stars. Does it really? Four point yeah, four point six out of five on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Your friend was probably full of shit. That's I don't know. Saying. He just said it didn't hold up. That's all he said. So, <laughs> well, I don't expect it's it's eighty nine. You know? Yeah, I know. Like I I remember I remember watching Revenge of the Nerds and fucking loving that movie, mm-hmm. and I still watch it. Yeah, and I, I that one holds it. up, even though it's even though it's really really kind of a. Like, uh, problematic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I still like I know, it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, that movie, yeah, we already talked about the movie. That movie had so many. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think we did talk about, about how, how, <laughs> how, like how bad that movie was as far as uh, as hey man, <laughs> treating but, people like human beings. But you know, that's how. Yeah, that's how we grew up, man. We grew up where like you didn't really apologize for shit. You know, you just you just yeah, stuff happened. Did stupid shit. Yeah, and, yeah. People just said said fuck it. We'll just keep going. Yeah, if your feelings were hurt, you fucking went on, man. Yeah. You picked up and you got yeah. on. But it was truly was a fuck your feelings. It was, yeah, that was generation, that, yeah. yeah, fuck your feelings <laughs> really went back then, right? You feel sad? Well, fucking who cares? You know, that was the, that was the motto. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> Get back to work, you know? <laughs> Get back to work, you lazy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, too many fragile people now, but. Yeah, anyway, Tiny Zeus yeah. Lister Jr., rest in peace, man. 
Rest in peace, buddy. All right, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to do I Can't Believe It's Not Google. We'll see you guys in a little bit. And we're back. It's I Can't Believe It's Not Google, where people on the internet ask us for advice on love, life, sex, and everything in between. So Sam and I listen to the problems and bless them with our infinite wisdom. It's not good advice. It's not bad advice. It's just our shitty advice. And this week we have Alex from Washington, and he or she says, I think it's a male, I'm a trans male, and I have only come out to a few people, and my friend was one of them. When I came out to her, she refused to change my name on her phone and is now using my dead name. How do I get her to stop? I'm very bad at confrontation. How do I go about dealing with this? So the problem is that she wants the friend to acknowledge your new name? Yeah, but the thing is that the way she says it, or he, I think it's a, well, I think we'll call it, it's a he, I think, <clears throat> Okay. Um, at this point. Um, she's not mad that, <laughs> she's uh, he's more mad that um, uh, she's not changing the, the phone name. You know when somebody calls you and the, and the name comes mm-hmm. up? She hasn't changed that name. Big fucking deal. So it's an old... I know, that's what I said. <laughs> How often are you going to call like, them when they're next to you and you're going to see your name pop up? I mean, I wouldn't... Yeah, that's what... I wouldn't doubt it if a lot of people that I talk to have my name as dipshit as their caller ID. Yeah, exactly. I have people on my phone and then it's not their names. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just like asshole or... Yeah. Like, or... Uh, I got racist Jake on one of them. You, like, and I got, yeah, you got, just, you got fuck face. You got like, you know, loser. Yeah. I got pimp master, master C, but that's not his real name. Yeah, exactly. But it's on the phone. That's what, it, you know, that's how I remember. And he's not going to know it's there. How does this, how does he know that it didn't change? Like what's maybe he saw it at one point and was like, okay, did, I mean, why is that there? And maybe it's cause it's so fresh that he has changed that he's like really sensitive about everything. But I mean, as long as she's calling you by the name you want to be called, weren't we just? Doesn't matter what she has on the. Weren't we just saying a minute or two ago about people being so fucking fragile about things? Like, yes. Get over it. This is an example. I mean, really? That's not. I don't know. That's not really something to be mad about. If that's the worst that this person, your friend's doing about, you know, treating you, then you really got it good, and you don't understand it, and you're the fucked up one. Because that is not a big deal. That is not a big deal. I can understand it if it was like you're like, hey, I want to be called Jerry now, mm-hmm. and and it's a friend of yours. They're so like, all right, you know what? I'm not going to call you Jerry. I'm I'm going to call you Susan because that's your fucking name is Susan. Yeah, the, I can understand that upsetting you. Yeah, because you're like, okay, well, no, because I, you know, I, 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 we're friends, and this is this is what makes me comfortable. Mm-hmm. Can you just call me that? Yep. You know, like to me, it's like I don't give a shit if that's what they want to be called. Mm-hmm. If you know that, if that's if that's what makes them feel good and they're friends of mine, I'm gonna I'm gonna call them what they what I want to call, what they want me to call. Them. What, what was you know what was, to their face? What was the person's name that that, <laughs> that wrote this in? Who's the person? What was the name? Alex. Alex. Okay, so Alex, if you if you start paying half of the phone bill for your friend or all of it. Then you can demand that she, that she yeah, fucking you can, change your yeah, name you on can there. Change whatever fucking thing. If you pay for that bill, if you pay that bill, then she should put you as whatever the fuck Alex, Alex the Great, Alexander the Great, you know, whatever the fuck you want. But until then, shut the fuck up, because I think this is stupid. I don't think I don't think that matters. I don't think so either. So um, 
Yeah, thanks for wasting our time. Yeah, <laughs> no, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for wasting your that'd friend's be, time, too. The... <laughs> Jeez. You, you know, you change it to a man, so you, you can't be a pussy anymore. Exactly. So yeah. just, 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 just accept the fact man that up. you got to just be able to have, get, yeah, man up, get some balls, yep. and stop fucking fretting about little things that don't fucking matter. This is so insignificant. You have no idea. Fucking shut the fuck up. That's, yeah. that's all fuck we're going to Fuck you, say. Alex. Yeah, fuck you, Alex. You <laughs> dipshit. <laughs> Throw some balls, damn it. All right. Well, that's enough for today. It's time to wrap it up. Stay tuned for the after show, though, where we're going to talk about Skinwalker Ranch. Yes. That's a classic. I always love the Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, yeah, it is good. I wish I could go there one day. Information. Should be nice. I'd like to go just check it out. I'd probably be too scared, but I'd... I, I know. Like to go, but if it was like really had the opportunity to go, I'd be like, "Fuck no!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell no! God damn it! <laughs> you tell me. You tell me how it was when you get there. All right. Yeah. We'll see you guys on the other side. Bye, everyone. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening, and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode. You're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the Dark Web, the WWTI Studios After Show. All right, welcome to everyone who stick, stuck around for the dark web. We've got the Skinwalker Ranch, as Logan was talking about earlier. So this was very interesting, and I've seen a lot of shows on this, and I think recently Amazon Prime has a show on it. It's pretty interesting, you know. Of course, there's a lot of, you know, extra fluff in it, but I try to get down to some of the meat and potatoes, and I'm not going to go over every little thing because, you know, that'll be like an hour show, and we don't have time for that. But yeah. <clears throat> the Skinwalker Ranch... This place has been, you know, called a hotbed for supernatural enthusiasts, right? So the Navajo Nation, who are right next door, referred to the land as a cursed land. So it's located near Ballard, Utah, and it's got a lot of stories, like I was saying, regarding, like, just beasts, UFOs, a little bit of crop circles, and a lot of unexplainable lights. So, and, like, as I was saying, the Navajo, they also believe that the ranch is plagued by skinwalkers, and I'll, I'll talk about a little bit about that later, but... Okay. So in the early 90s, what I'm going to talk about is the Sherman family. So the Sherman family was the father, Terry, wife, Gwen, and they had a teenage son and a 10-year-old daughter. And they lived there for about like 18 months, you know, almost between 18 months, two years. And they were really reluctant to tell some of their stories, but they finally came out and did. And some of the things they talked about were pretty interesting. So a lot of what they saw were like UFOs. And... They most commonly reported <clears throat> that there were three types of UFOs that they saw there. One was like a small box-like craft with a white light. The second was like a 40-foot-long object. And the third type of UFO that they saw frequently was a, a, a huge ship the size of several football fields. So I, that's a fucking mm. big one. But they've also seen other airborne lights, some of which have emerged from like orange circular doorways that seem to appear in midair. So... As I was reading about that, they were also talking about those doorways. They think that they're like doors to another dimension. And that'll kind of creep in with some of the creatures I'll talk about. 
But one of the flying lights, actually, one time, I guess, Gwen was coming home from work one night. And I guess one of the flying lights started following her and it, it kept up with her until she got home. And then when she got mm-hmm. there, it just finally fled off. Um, once Terry was in the field with his dogs and he could hear male voices speaking in an unfamiliar language, it seemed to come from above him, like like in the sky. But every time when he looked up, there was nothing there. He couldn't see anything. And the voices would, you know, drive the dogs crazy. And they would bark, growl, and finally they, you know, after a while, they would, they would, you know, whimper, you know, tail between their legs into the house so it wouldn't come back out. Mm-hmm. You could never find a source for that, you know. Like I said, it, you're looking up, there's nothing there, and you hear it, what are you going to think, right? And this is, yeah. <clears throat> this is before, like, Bluetooth, so it's not like people were hiding speakers. And this is out on a ranch, way, way out in the middle of, you know, of nowhere. It's big, <clears throat> over 100-acre ranch, so it's not like people were just you know, playing pranks on them. Yeah. So the, the family blamed the UFO sightings and the deaths uh, or disappearances of seven of their, of their cows. Cause you know, they had a lot of, you know, animals and four of the cows completely disappeared. No trace. They'd be out there looking for them. You know, the cows disappeared. They're out looking, looking, looking. And finally they just gave up. Like they were just gone. Like there's really nowhere to go. Pastures are big. Nowhere there. You know, the pens are up, but they still somehow just gone. Now, those four disappeared, and three were found partially mutilated. So one of the mutilations of the mm. cow, like the cow had a hole in the center of its left eyeball, and the rest of the body was untouched. There was no evidence of any predators, you know, no bite marks, you know, no nothing, you know, like it was no mutilation, like of, of any type of animal that would do. There was no footprints, like human or animal, around the cows. There was no tire tracks, like, you know, nobody, like, killed it and then, you know, dropped it off. They just found yeah. it there in the spot where it was with these weird type of, you know, mutilations. The only clue was that there was like a chemical like odor that was present. Like when they showed up, they could smell that. Hmm. So like one case during like the snow time, winter time, a cow disappeared in the place it was standing in. It was it like it had walked into a field and its tracks, you know, they, they, they tracked its tracks and the tracks just stopped and it was just gone. There was, couldn't go anywhere else. It was as if maybe it was lifted off. Who knows? Maybe it went to another dimension. Yeah. Nothing. You know, these, these are just some of the weird things that they saw. Uh, the last of the three dead cows was found, um, like in a, in a, in the winter time, in a clump of trees at the edge of the of that same field where the other one disappeared. Now, the, now, just like about five minutes earlier, the son was out there tending the cows, and he had just seen the the cow alive. But then, when he you know came upon it, saw it down dead. There was a six-inch-wide, 18-inch-deep hole cored out of its rectum and then extended into the body Ugh. cavity. Yeah. And again, there was no blood on the cow or the snow around it, you know? And that chemical odor mm. was still around. Can you imagine that? Like, you find that and that's the only thing is just that fucking hole but going in its ass and way deep. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of fucked up. So there's been, there's been some crop circles and... You know, I'm I'm kind of I don't really care about crop circles. I did back in the '80s when they were really mysterious. Remember how people were like, "Oh my God, yeah, these are but, so unknown. Yeah. How do they do this?" Yeah, they've been debunked. They have, time, so but but again, kind of like, yeah. yeah, I know. But you know, they 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 talk about how you know flattened grass, eight feet across, triangular patterns, thirty feet from each other. You know, they yeah. they, they find things out there. Again, they did have a lot of land. 
it's not saying that people couldn't go out there and and do it themselves, but yeah, they 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 probably feel like it ties into the UFO phenomenon. But enough of that bullshit. Let's get into the mysterious creatures. So like okay. again, not everything was from the sky. So they they also claimed that they saw creepy large animals. Now one of them, this this thing, this little story I'm gonna tell you about was they spotted a wolf that was about the three times the size of a normal wolf. It was just kind of, you know, lounging across their pasture. So Terry and his son were out in the corral, you know, next to the cows, you know, just out there. And the wolves, you know, that was out in the field slowly made its way across the pasture. And kind of oddly and weirdly enough, it sidled up next to the family. Now, this fucking huge wolf came up to them and it acted like their pet. And it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, yeah, it wasn't mean. It wasn't like, you know, very like attacking anything. It was just real tranquil docile yeah so it rained that day and the f- and terry had said that it smelled like white dog as they petted it you know makes sense but after a short while you know the wolf just kind of walked over to the corral where the calves were but one of the calves stuck its snout out of the fence you know the corral and the wolf fucking latched onto it grabbed onto it and it tried to pull it out of the bars and it was fighting with the with the cat with the calf trying to pull it out. And Terry and his son was like, "Holy shit!" So they grabbed some sticks over there and they started beating on the wolf. But it wouldn't. It was like nothing. It wouldn't do anything. They just kept, you know, trying to pull on it. So Terry shouted for his son, "Go in the house. Go grab the 357 Magnum." So the boy ran in, <clears throat> came out, grabbed you know, with the gun. Terry shot at point blank range. Nothing. No effect on the wolf. So he shot it again, and the wolf finally let go of the calf. But the odd thing was, was it just stood there looking at them as if nothing happened. The wolf was just looking at him like, hmm, what's up? You know, <laughs> so he shot it two more times with the Magnum and it finally backed off. But again, it sure, it wasn't like in any type of distress. It just just kind of looked at them and just hanging out there. And the odd thing was, there's no blood. There was no like, uh, yeah, there was, you know, there was no blood, yeah, no splatter, nothing. There's no signs of injury, nothing. injury from the gunshots. And again, he's point blank. He's not like he's, you know, firing like you know 20 20 yards away you know 50 feet away nothing so he so terry's like what the fuck so he told his son go grab the hunting rifle so the boy ran in and brought back the rifle and again at close range he shot the rifle like this is a rifle that he would you know kill deer and and like you know elk stuff like that with he shot at close range he shot it he shot nothing he shot it four times nothing it just stood there and finally on the fifth shot it tore off a chunk of flesh from the wolf but again, the wolf was just kind of there, like, hmm. So after the sixth shot, the wolf finally trotted away, like, just nonchalant. Like, eh, I guess I'll just leave. Hmm. So it took off across the pasture into a muddy thicket. So him and his son said, fuck it, let's go, let's go after it. Let's go see where, you know, its den is. Maybe we can kill it somehow. I don't know how they would think that if hmm. this gun's not doing anything. But they tracked it for yeah. about a mile, <laughs> you know. So they tracked it for about a mile, and they followed the paw prints through the mud but like you know kind of like the snow and the cow the tracks just abruptly ended as if it just you know vanished into thin air like there was mud all around but there's no more tracks just gone mm-hmm. so when he returned when he returned to his corral he inspected the chunk of flesh you know that he had blown off and he said it smelled like rotten meat so he you know he asked his neighbors you know down the way hey did they ever encounter such a wolf but none of them had so he was like mm, okay really odd mm. So a couple of weeks later, his wife encountered, I guess, a wolf. She was it was super large that its back was parallel with the top of the car, as it stood next to mm-hmm. the car. 
And I guess the, the wolf was with a dog-like animal that she couldn't identify. She said it looked really kind of creepy and weird, but it wouldn't look like a real, like a dog. Didn't know what it was. So over the next couple of like, you know, time going on, um, there was more creature sightings by the family and the neighbors started seeing shit. So like in the middle of the day, one time Terry and his wife were coming home and in their pasture, their horse was being attacked by some type of creature. So Terry went out there. And he described it as the creature was like low to the ground, heavy muscled, weighing maybe like 200 pounds with curly mm. red hair and a bushy tail. So to him, it, it resembled a muscular hyena and it was like clawing at the horse, like almost playing with it. Right. Like, like I could fucking yeah. kill you if I want. But it was just like pawing at it and the horse was in distress. But I guess, and this, you know, this is one of the weird things when he got within 40 feet of the animal, it literally vanished, just disappeared. And when he mm. when he went and checked on the horse, it had a bunch of claw marks all over its legs, you know, where it, where it was pawing at him. So he was like, "What the fuck? Like it's gone, but there's evidence that it was here." Uh, a few months later, like a deputy was with, was with her husband, you know, checking out the property, and they, I guess, they saw that similar muscular reddish beast running across the property. Again, didn't know what it was. At one point, a friend was visiting the ranch with Terry and his son, and they saw like a large, like blurry something. That's what they call it. Just a something moving across the trees. And allegedly, it moved across the trees, you know, and through the pasture, covering like 100 yards in like seconds. And it ran up to the friend, to the guy, and it lay, and it was like a ferocious roar. And he says it sounded like a bear, but it was almost invisible. Like, remember, like Predator? Remember how the Predator was kind of chameleon? Yeah, it, he said it was like that. He described it as being something like that, and he said when the, and it took off. And he says he's fucking. The guy said he bailed. His friend said I, I'm not coming. He never came back. So, yeah, <laughs> be out of there too. yeah, exactly. But there was like you know there was and there was all a bunch of types of other creatures. They were also seeing like an exotic like multicolored birds. They were like not native to the region, and they so and they couldn't be identified. It was like. Like uh, encounters with dark nine foot tall beasts that resembled like Bigfoot, you know, or Sasquatch. I mean, there was a lot of like, there's a lot of things that you can like look up, you know. Um, like they call it like the dark one. There was one thing where it said like, uh, they call it the dark one where it seems like it, it's out of place and it's like alien in nature. And uh-huh. he looks, they say he looks like a male, like a man, and he's always alone yeah. and he appears to be like in a primitive native american style you know garment and they think he's maybe a fremont or pueblo pueblo type indian or you know aztec origin but he doesn't speak and he appears to be like outside of his timeline and he even seems like surprised when you see him he's surprised to see you oh really yeah so so they think that there's like a, a portal like a dimensional portal there on somewhere on that that land that's where these creatures are coming mm-hmm. in and out of. Uh, a little bit more is like skinwalkers, like we talked about earlier. So there's been, I guess, a lot of sightings of like human-like creatures, like I said, on the ranch. Not just beasts, but human-like. And again, skinwalkers often used to describe a creature such as this, which comes from Navajo folklore. So anyone who doesn't know that the Navajo believe that skinwalkers are like they're like kind of like werewolves. They're evil witches who can transform mm-hmm. themselves into like creatures of of their choice so sherman's ranch is not on, like i said it's not on navajo land but it's ne- and it's next to the ute land and the utes and the navajo were originally enemies and they were usually trying to conquer each other 
So the Utes don't acknowledge skinwalkers in the lore, but they do have their beliefs that are similar. And they believe, the Utes believe that that land is cursed by the Navajos, like for many mm-hmm. generations back. And that the ranch is, is basically the path of the skinwalker. Like he basically lives there. He uses that as his, as his, you know, path around every, they, I'm not sure if they mean dimensional or if he just uses it to travel across, but that they think that a skinwalker lives there. And the Ute tribes members are forbidden from setting foot on that property. Like none of them will go there. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a little bit weird. There was also like a little bit of poltergeist type activity. Like they said, like odd things would happen in the house. Like they would see, they would come home and like with groceries and, you know, they put all the groceries away and they'd walk out for like maybe a minute and they'd come back in and to the, to the kitchen and all the groceries would be back in their bags. As if, as if oh, they were never, yeah, as if they were never put away. Yeah, things would would turn up missing, you know, or be in odd places. Like a bathroom hairbrush was found in a freezer. You know, they'd be they'd they'd see <laughs> sh- they'd see shadows all around the house. Yeah, I, I mean, it was just like it's like a hotbed for just a bunch of shit. So post them selling it, you know, they ended up selling this. So like, fuck, you know, we can't live here. There's too many weird things. But it, yeah. it, the, the the ranch got sold off in March 12, nineteen ninety seven. And a biochemist named Colm Callagher, he was working with Bigelow's National Institute for Discovery Science, and he and he was working there on the land. He says he saw a large humanoid creature spying on him from a tree, like just a tree that was not far away. It was about 50 yards away. And he says like the, the creature would just perch in a tree like 20 feet off the ground. And he says it was just laying there motionless, like just casually in the tree. And the only thing where he could tell that it was something not right that wasn't there was he could see um, its penetrating yellow light of from its eyes as they were staring at him. Mm. But he was like, what the fuck? It's just kind of like one of those things when you're looking around, you see that and like, well, is that something? Is there something in the tree? You know, and you kind of have to do a double yeah. take and he's looking, then he could tell like it was some kind of creature. But <clears throat> there was a lot of there was a lot of things like that, even post, you know, like a bunch of um like groups, you know, checking it out, investigating. There was like, um, they talked about like like bulls. They had prized bulls that were on that land. Like they like they had five bulls and they had them in a corral, like a big corral, and they had like a little. I'm not sure what they're called, but those little, um, you know, when you tra- transport like um, bulls or cows, you know, when you in the back of a truck and you're taking them somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. They had like one of those there on the land in that corral area and. When they were driving by, like, you know, um, they were talking about, like, hey, you know, look, we have these bulls. The bulls were, like, expensive, like, maybe, like, five, five grand each. or, And these were heavy, you know, big bulls, right? And they were really expensive. It was, like, their prize. And they were, like, as they were driving by, they're, like, hey, lucky we have these bulls. You know, we need these. And, uh-huh. and you know, this is like, kind of like our cream of the crop of all our things. And they were just driving by, and they and they taken off to go do something else. When they came back, maybe, like, passed by like maybe 10 minutes later the bulls and the, they were in the corral were all gone like what the fuck and so they get out and they jump out and they look and they and the corral is completely sealed up you know there's no holes there's there's no way for the for the bulls to have gotten out and so they go to the little um you know that 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 holding pen and they look inside and all five bulls are in there and it's a tight spot and these bulls should not you know there's no way you can get five of them in that spot you know with the way they were, you know, really erratic. And they were, they looked in there and they saw them. And they, when they saw them in there, the bulls would just kind of look like they were like in a, in a, in a daze. Like they didn't know what was mm-hmm. going on. Like they were almost asleep, you know? Yeah. 
and they kind of hit the banged on the the side of the wall and it woke them up and when it did they fucking went crazy you know like oh my god you know and like and they, it, they, it woke them up out of the trance and they started all fighting with each other so they had to open up the gate so they could come out and they came out all charging like hell but somehow like something got them all herded in there and they were just like i said they were just totally like in a daze and things like that just they couldn't make they couldn't make heads or tails, and they thought that whatever was on the land was also some type of trickster. You know, they would, and I heard them talking about that, about those bulls being important. Yet they, you know, yeah. it it just I don't know, man. There's just a lot of shit to this ranch. Again, there's lots of they think there's it's a dimensional gateway portals. It's just oh, that's a lot, man. And we could talk for hours, but again, I just try to condense it, you know, to the, a lot of meat and potatoes, but. It seems scary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just a, there's just so much different uh, activity there that you don't really. It's it's just like it seems like it's too much. You don't know like what it could be or mm-hmm. narrow it down. You know, like it could, nothing is it aliens as a ghost. Yeah, or, yeah. What it like? I I think like UFOs. You know, you can always you can always say that's a government type planes or ships. You know, they're objects. Mm. But the stuff with the beasts. That's to me that would be more scary because, like, if you can't kill it, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, jeez, <laughs> game over, yeah, you, man, you game like over. No, yeah, it just has it's just so, super powerful, and it's like, yeah, if it decides that it wants to kill you, then you're you're fucked. Yeah, you exactly. Really stop it. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. As soon as it thinks it knows it, you know, it feels like you're dead. You're dead. Yeah. <sighs> Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff there. All right. So I think that's enough for the internet for tonight. So thank you everybody for joining us for another night at the bunker. If the world doesn't end by then, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks everyone. Bye.